Good morning and welcome to Emmett Audio. So, I'm walking back from walking my daughter to school and then I'm going to hit the road for Maine where I'm going to go up to Brooklyn, Maine on the Blue Hill Peninsula and do a day of video shooting with Joshua and Mike at Mortis and Tenon. We're going to try and capture much of what is in my book Greenwood Spoon Carving in video format um, to create a video accompaniment to the book. So I'm not claiming that I'll be able to cover everything that's in the book in the videos, but uh, there are some things that are that you get from a video and some things you get from reading words. And hopefully it will be a nice supplement. Uh, this morning I got up at 5.30 and went for a one-mile run with my older daughter. This is the second time we've gone. I've told her that we're doing it Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I did it because I wanted her to have the habit of running. You know, the interesting thing about kids is that you can very quickly lose your ability to run as you grow older if you don't continue to run. And the ability to sort of be be light on your feet and have running be a joy is something that if you don't use it and practice it, you lose it. And you know, we all think about being kids and playing soccer and just running around, right? And like being chased, tag, right? And we like to think that each of us has that inside us always, but I remember being shocked at how quickly I lost that in my teenage years. And I remember being, you know, 17, 18, and like going for a run and being like, man, this is really hard. And I've reclaimed some of that. I, you know, you don't, you can reclaim it, but I don't want my daughter to lose it. And at first I was trying to get my wife to be willing to run with her, but my wife, to go for a one mile run for my wife feels like not worth it. She doesn't get the endorphin, endorphins that, that we get because her body is used to running for longer. And so if she just runs that short period, it's, it kind of feels like, ugh, what are we doing? And so she's down to do it sometimes, but basically I realized that if I wanted this for my daughter, I was going to have to start running myself in order to take her with me. And that gets to what I really want to talk about today, which is the need to change yourself if you hope to change somebody else. It's so tempting and feels a lot easier to look at somebody else and prescribe the things that they should do. But that's rarely effective in terms of actually getting them to change their sense of who they are. Right? Take this example, for instance. If I simply said to my daughter, you know, I want you to play a sport, which I have said, she's going to run track in the spring because I've said you have to play a sport at least once because there's things you learn playing a sport that you, know, you don't learn any, any way else. And my hope is that if 
I can get her to a place where running track feels fun to her, that, that she will decide to continue to pursue it in whatever way that she does, and it will become more of her identity of being an athlete. I think having the identity of an athlete is so helpful in life. And if you don't give it to your kids, if you don't invest the time in it to create that for your kids um, in one way or another, they won't have it and they may not ever come to it. I'm coming to it super late in my life and only because I am realizing that I need to train like an athlete in order to not be hurt by spoon carving in the long run, doing it at the levels that I do. Point is, I have not been a runner. Running is one exercise that I genuinely abhor and I don't like it and I don't, I have worked in the past a number of times to try to change that, but it's never stuck. And this time I think it will stick because I'm doing it not just for me, but I'm doing it to change my daughter's sense of herself as well. But the point is, is that I couldn't say to her, it's important that you run. You need to go running. I'm going to stay at home because she would complain about that. I think everyone inherently understands when somebody's telling them to do something that they're not doing themselves, that it doesn't carry the same weight, doesn't carry the same moral authority. And so by saying to my daughter, we are going running twice a week, I'm carrying that weight. I'm, I'm giving myself that weight by doing the thing with her. And it's a great example of how if you want somebody to change, you need to change. Because it's seeing the example of your change that makes somebody else be willing to change. Nobody wants to change because someone told them to. There are times in life when we have to, right? Or when we feel like we have to. Um, you know, boss at work tells you you need to change, right? You hear that and you're going to resist it. Even if you're you might go along with the change because you're scared of losing your job or intimidated by the person or but and you could say that people can change because they want to please you right you can get people to change because they want to please you but that's ultimately uh if you are genuinely trying to um well, so this gets us into a little bit of a thorny territory because there's two, there's an inherent difference between raising kids where you are trying to shape them in certain ways to be the adults you wish them to be versus being in relationships with people, whether it's your main relationship or uh, just friendships or professional relationships where you might wish that people were... You might wish that people were changing, um, were, were open to change, but that doesn't mean that they are. And you don't get to, you have to come at it from a different angle, right? When you, I'm wondering what the heck this car is doing over by my car. Turning around. When you 
with a kid, you can look at them and say, I want you to behave differently. And you have a certain authority to say, you know, this is, this is what I want. This is what I expect from you. This is how I expect you to behave. And that carries with a weight of responsibility for you to model that behavior yourself. With, say, a partner, you can say to them, the way that you're behaving doesn't work for me. This is hard for me in this particular way, and here's why. But you then also, in that moment, bear some responsibility in changing your own behavior or expectations because, frankly, that's what you have control over. Um, and, I, you know, in this funny way, it comes down to uh, taking responsibility for yourself as being the, you know, not taking responsibility, um, whenever I'm faced with something that I think should change, whether it's somebody else's behavior or a situation in the world, I always come down to asking myself, well, what can I do? Because ultimately, that's what I can do. And part of what you can do is you can talk to somebody and say, hey, you know, I think it's really important that you start building a practice of running. But then the other thing that you can do is you can model that behavior and go with them, right? Or with your partner, you could say, hey, you could, part of what you can do is have the conversation of, this is hard for me, I would like it if you change this part of your behavior, but then what you can do, come on dogs, come on, is look at yourself, come on, hop in, is look at yourself and ask yourself, what are the ways that I can change my own behavior to... perhaps influence this person to do more what I want them to do? How can I change my attitude such that I my peace with the fact that they behave that way? How can I meet my own needs instead of asking them to meet my needs? How can I meet their needs so that they want to meet my needs? Right, there's, there's any number of ways. Wow, Maisie, your breath stinks. Wow, girlfriend. Um, there's any number of ways that you can change yourself in order to take responsibility for the outcome that you would like to have. And it can be frustrating when the other person doesn't take that responsibility. Like if you, well, this is what happens when you are having a conversation with your partner and you describe something that's hard and they just are defensive and they don't uh, they don't um, they don't show any openness to changing their behavior that's hard and you now have the choice of well how do you respond to that right you have the responsibility that the the only thing you control is yourself so this now you have this conversation and you can respond to that your options and um, you know how can you behave in a way that you'll be proud of later 
it always boils down to, you know, how do down to what can I do in this moment? What, what can I do? And one of the things you can't do is just not because you, I mean, you could try, but it's going to be ineffective, is to simply demand that somebody change their behavior without looking to yourself and seeing seeing how you yourself might be culpable of exactly the behavior that you are asking, that you're accusing somebody else of. There's some passage in the Bible, something along the effects of, you know, before you criticize the moat in somebody else's eye, the speck of dust in somebody else's eye, you know, look for the very large cinder in your own eye, But it's essentially the idea of uh, we all, it's often the things that we ourselves are guilty of that bother us the most in other people. And so when you are bothered by something in somebody, it's a really healthy and important thing to look to yourself and see if you are exhibiting the behavior that you would like them to exhibit or not. we're not. In often cases we need to expand our sense of who we are and take on new roles in order to influence those around us to be the, the person that we wish them to be. This is particularly true when you're a parent but it's also true when you are a partner and I'm sure it can be used in friendships and professional relationships as well. I gotta go finish packing. Thank you for listening and I don't know if I'll talk tomorrow. I'm planning on taking a walk in the morning, but I genuinely don't know what my day will look like. So, I'll talk to you then or in a couple days.